Welcome to the Riot Podcast, where we have practical discussions on how to share your faith, see the news from God's eyes, and answer some of faith's hardest questions. Welcome to the Riot Podcast, everybody. This is Bob Shoneman along with my co-host, Barry Rice. Hey, everybody. We're here today. Can't wait to talk to you. And Mac Daddy Pete Robertson. Bring it out the Mac Daddy. What's up, gentlemen? Happy birthday, Pete. Again. 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 Well, we celebrated twice like yeah. we talked about last week. It's, Everybody gets two celebrations. That's, I know. We got to make that like a tradition. Maybe. Well, I mean, some people are all month. Hey, great job starting that after my birthday. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Thanks a lot. I got to wait a whole year you're for good. that. You're good next year. I know. You're good next year. Well, it's been cool because we have it's you know like different circles of friends. And and um, it was kind of like our, our old life group getting yeah. together for uh yeah family style italian food so you guys can kind of figure out where we went we're not giving them a we're not giving buka a, a, a book of the bible we're not going to oh, tell wait, we're no, not we're, tell people about that <laughs> no. <laughs> no the food was amazing it's uh man it's just so much food yeah did you see that lasagna oh my gosh it's huge did you get a picture of that you should put a picture of the lasagna on facebook now is it true that they have seating in the kitchen Yes, I, they yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. is true. They that do, is uh, crazy to be able to watch your food right? cooked and cut yeah. up. And Barry, they brought out lasagna that was like a yardstick. No <laughs> it way. Was like, it was. I, I can't even explain it, but it was like like this wide. Yeah, everybody listening is like, it's know, huge. can't understand it. But yeah, yeah, I mean, it was like, it looked like, I'm trying to think of, it was almost like a cake. <laughs> it was like a sheet cake. Yeah. It was, it was enormous and it was amazing. It was so good. Then we had the meatballs that were like the huge. <laughs> they were like ginormous. I don't need like a, like a, like, like a softball. They were like the size of your fist. Yeah. yeah. Or bigger than the fist. And I was picking yeah. on, I was picking on uh, our friend, uh, coach Mark, because he's ordering, he goes to this, you know, nice Italian restaurant and orders spaghetti. I'm like, it's so boring, but you know what? It's exactly what my dad would do. My dad would always go and order spaghetti and meatballs, no matter where he went for That's, Italian. That, I don't get it when you can get lasagna. What's wrong with you people? And then rigatoni, we had rigatoni and we had some uh, ravioli and, and uh, yeah, we had a lot of food left over. So everybody took stuff home. And so it was fun. Friday dinner on Sunday. Yeah. What else is going on? You I didn't have breakfast. I'm going to tell oh, you that's oh. what's going on. And I'm very hungry oh, now. Oh, too. You're going to have to eat soon. Well, you know, today, well, we can't say today because we released it on a different day. But so I won't say what the day is. Just uh, may the force be with you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you went to Miami last week, Pete. Tell us a little bit about your, your trip to Miami and, yep. and maybe some some upcoming uh, podcasts. Yeah, we've been going down to Miami. There's a we've been dealing with one of you know the mission travel tours and with the mission minded getaway. And there's some people down there that are actually helping us out with uh, doing some of our marketing and stuff. So we've been going down there quite a bit. I love it down there. I mean, I I mean the beaches there are incredible, and uh, we just got to hang out. Uh, the wife and I went down and we got to hang out right on the beach and eat and just just chill and fellowship and you know that can't go wrong. But that got me thinking. What Uh-oh. if we did a, 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 a on location down in Miami, right? And so that we're going to go ahead and, and, and we got a place, we got a location right there that you'll see the water in the backdrop. And, nice. and so we're going to do a show at sometime probably in June where uh, we're going to be on location. And so that's going to be one of those shows. If you are listening on our Apple or our Google or Spotify, uh, um, you know, places or platforms, you might want to switch to look at our, our YouTube that week. Uh, because we're going to have on location, you're going to see the backdrop and so forth. 
And um, so when I do my Zoom calls, man, I put <laughs> a, a a beach background behind me anyway. Right. This is going to be legit. But this is this is legit. This too is... legit to get. I, hey, is there any way we can get a Miami Vice intro for that oh, podcast? Ooh, ooh. Awesome. Ooh, we're going to talk to Christian Crockett there, too. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> That'd be fun. That'd be really you know fun. You know what? I'll talk to Christian. You got you to remember that. Christian, when you're listening to this, remember the Miami Vice intro <laughs> to, to when we're doing this show that yeah. week. Look up so. 1980s icons. Yeah. yeah. So. Man, you're making me homesick, Pete. I grew up um, on the beach about 60 miles north of Miami. And uh, man, I, there's, no, there's nothing like the, the sound of the, the ocean, of the waves crashing on the beach and the salt air. And man, you're making me homesick. Let's go. Let's do it. Well, not only that. So now that this the pandemic is lightening up here in the United States and, and more and more people are getting vaccinated around the world. I mean, our heart's desire is to take this on the on the road. And so if we can go to different places, maybe in the summertime or, you know, we plan on doing one when we go to Greece to yes. our mission minded, you know, getaway. Um, you know, sign up. It's a limited to 25 couples. So yeah. if you're listening to this, you know, go on to our riotpodcast.co website and uh, you can just click on the link that talks about Mission Minded Getaways. But we're going to Greece to do the Footsteps of Paul tour. And uh, and I just made the producer happy. So we because we mentioned riotpodcast.co. <laughs> you know, uh, here's a great idea, guys. If you're a pastor and you're listening out there, and and you want a weekend off uh, to go to the beach? Have us come in to do your our podcast uh, for your service. Uh, a lot of pastors are really getting excited about that, and and we'll cover whatever topic topic. And we got several that you could choose from that we are really excited about. But uh, hey, just give us a call. That is a great idea. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, we've talked about this in the past, but yeah. just never thought about actually bring it up. That's good, Bear. So if you're a pastor out there, even at, wherever you're at in the world. But if you're on the beach, it's yeah. bonus. So if you're our pastor friends that are in England or or, or anywhere yeah. and you want us to fly there, we'll we'll figure it out. And that would be fun. Yeah, yeah we'd absolutely. love to do that. Yeah. And, and I'm going to just say this. Don't say we can't afford you. We're very expensive, but if if you are a pastor that can't afford us, that's where we want to come because we want to be a blessing to you. We Absolutely. really want to encourage right. you and and uh, just speaking to pastors this more this morning and just uh, man, you are invaluable to the kingdom, Amen. your leadership and and your lifestyle and your example to the congregation. You know, uh, I know the heart of these men that that are doing this podcast that you are a big part of why. Yeah, we want to be an encouragement to you and and we want to give you truth to talk about. So, mm. right, good. guys. Yeah, Amen. Wow, that's good. We can end the show right there. No, no, we, no, no, no. we're going to talk about. Um, what are we talking about today? You're proving one of our <laughs> points, man. <laughs> that it's hard to talk about forgiveness. Can you forgive me? Yes, I'm I forgetting can. that. Yes, yeah, I can. You're no forgiving. worries. I know. I did that on purpose. That was corny. I apologize. So let me let me read our opening statement. To say your word, I digress. I digress. I digress. Yes, that would be like the professional way to say it, right? Yeah. All right. Well, I digress. We have all been so. Let me read the statement, and then we'll we'll jump into the show. We we've all been in situations where we have done wrong and desire forgiveness, either from a spouse or a family member, a friend, even a coworker. Sometimes the person we most need forgiveness from is ourselves. And then there are times when someone is asking us for forgiveness, and we have to look deeply in ourselves to offer it. No strings attached. It's hard. It's difficult. Whether you're giving or receiving forgiveness, it's a very powerful thing. Hmm. Yeah, it is. What? Yeah. What am I supposed to say? Something else? 
<laughs> I mean, that's the truth. No, yeah, we're, well, let, we are going to talk about three things today. So let me break down the three areas of forgiveness <laughs> that we're going to talk about. Uh, Pete likes leaving us hanging sometimes. Um, but here we go. So first one is, and this is important, um, and I think it's maybe overlooked a lot, but we have to first forgive ourselves. Mm. Um, second, forgive others who have wronged us. And then lastly, and this is really big, um, forgiving those who have wronged us. Mm. It's so easy to try to hang on to that anger or want to seek revenge. And, uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to talk about all three of those today, uh, backed up with some, um, some biblical verses that you can study and kind of look into that for yourself. So don't take our word for it, dive into the stuff yourself, but, uh, where do you want to go? Where do you want to jump off guys? Let me pray real quick. Lord, we just, uh, we thank you. We praise you, Lord, that, uh, we're talking about this, uh, subject today of forgiveness and, um, Lord, it's uh, it's so huge, Lord, uh, as far as our relationship with uh, the Lord and as far as, um, Lord, being set free from things and burdens and bondages that happen in our lives. Uh, Lord, there's there's a lot of people that are going to hear today uh, the uh, that are listening that are hurt. They, they It's hard for them to forgive. There's going to be a lot of people today that that know they need to forgive, but Lord, don't have the courage uh, to do it. And uh, Lord, there's some people here today that are just living a self-centered life that have not forgiven themselves and that they've taken ownership of their lives and haven't surrendered it to the Lord. And I pray, God, that you would speak to each person individually, Lord, that you would open their hearts and their minds to be able to receive the truth that is going to be given now. And Lord, help them to work through this, Lord. Help them to find peace here. And so, Lord, we surrender this now to you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So I guess the first so the first part, one, yeah. Forgive ourselves. Why is forgiving ourselves so important, guys? Barry. Okay. Hey, uh, first John 1 9 says this. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now think about it, unforgiveness of ourselves. If we don't forgive ourselves, what are we saying about that verse? If we Maybe we shouldn't forgive ourselves if we haven't kept, confessed it, right? But as we confess our sin, what confession is, it's agreement with God that what I did, my attitude and my actions offended you, and it was against you. And whenever we hurt one of God's children or or we do things that are not representative correctly, correctly representative of him, we need forgiveness. And the Holy Spirit will bring those things to light. And when the Holy Spirit does and we confess them, he says in his word that he is faithful. It's not based upon your faithfulness, that he is faithful and not only faithful, he is just. Mm. God is just. Mm to forgive us. It is right to forgive us our sins and not to only to forgive us. We are cleansed. And, and when I hear that word cleanse, I think of a whiteboard that has our sin written on it and has our, our guilt written on it and our shame. And he sprays it with that, that spray stuff and then wipes it down. It is gone forever. It is never to be remembered anymore. And so when we remember it, we we're standing against God himself yeah. with this verse. And, you know, one of the, my, my problems is, is that I take the place of God in my own life when I don't forgive myself. Mm -hmm. And, and to be honest, let's be, let's be real. It's a pity party for myself. And I, I just give in to, uh, 
the Satan's schemes to to do that. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of people that are out there that are still believing the lies that Satan is telling them. And so we as believers, when we give our lives to Jesus, when we surrender our lives over to him, the Bible tells us that all of our sins are forgiven our past, our present, and our future. Everything has been taken care of. God's grace and mercy has covered a multitude of sins, the Bible says. And so from that, um, we have to now either accept that as truth, or we need to, are we still continue to live our lives as if we are in control? And what I mean by that, so if you are living your life and Satan comes to you and starts telling you that you cannot do something because of your past mistakes, because of things that you've done in the past, or he, he, he makes you believe that you're not worthy of the calling that God's called you to. He makes you believe that um, you're lesser than what God is actually saying to you. And you believe that. You haven't accepted God's forgiveness. You haven't forgiven yourself. You're, you're still believing the lies that Satan's been telling you your whole life. But when you came to Jesus, it says in 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 18, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. All this is from God who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. And so what Jesus is saying is that when you gave your life to the Lord, the old is now gone. It's passed away. Your your past sins, your past mistakes, your past identity, everything has been be, is behind you. And now you've been reconciled with God. You've been adopted in. You've been you've been brought into the as a child of God, you now have a new identity. You have a new future. You have new hope. And to dwell upon the past and to, and to gravitate to the past does nothing but put you back in the driver's seat. As Barry said, it makes you God. It's a self-centered act. You are claiming that you know best, and so you're going to believe these lies. And so we have to come to terms with that and say, no, God's truth about me is, is, is final. I am no longer going to allow Satan to deceive me. The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians that we need to capture those thoughts. We need to capture the, the negativity. We need to capture the, the lies that Satan has, and we need to cast all of our cares, all of our burdens unto the Lord at that moment. And we need to surrender that to that and not give in to that. And if we continue to allow Satan to lie to us, if we continue to live by past pains and not be set free from that, it's only going to affect our ministry. It's going to affect our marriages. It's going to affect our relationships because we're constantly going to be living in the past. We're not living with freedom now for the future. And so any thoughts? Yeah, this verse just came to mind. I want to share with you guys. It's, it's Psalm 103, it, uh, verses 11 and 12. It says, for as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his steadfast love towards those who fear him. And here's the part that really just struck, kind of stuck me in me in the heart when you were talking, Pete. It just says, as far as the east is from the west, mm. so far does he remove our transgressions from us. So if he, I mean, and that's infinite, right? You can go east forever and you'll never run into west, right? You can go west forever and you never run into east. It's it's infinite. That's how far our transgression our transgressions are removed. So if God has put it that far away, why do we keep beating ourselves up with it? If it's already been forgiven. So here's the, here's the problem, Bob. There's two things that we're doing. Uh, 
when when we don't forgive ourselves. Number one, we are choosing a, an identity of failure. Mm. And God has given us an identity of victory. Yes. And Romans 8, if you look at that, it starts off saying there's therefore no condemnation. Right. And then it, then it ends with saying you're more than conquerors and there's nothing that can happen that can separate you from the love of God. Amen. The second thing, and I know I'm going to use extreme language, but what unforgiveness of self and identifying with failure is self-mutilization. Well, what do I mean by that? Well, there is pain in your life. And the way you're medicating the pain and woundedness of your life is you are resounding what Satan is whispering in your mind. I am no good. I am not worthy. I am. I, and that is a choice of medicating the pain that's already mm. there by adding to it. And medicating the wound that's there by distracting it from really what your hurt is. And, and uh, here, here's something else. It, it's putting everything, like Pete said, you're in the center of the picture. Hmm. But what we need to do is we need to keep our eyes on Jesus. And we are who Jesus says we are. And if he says we're totally forgiven, and, and you brought up 2 Corinthians 5, Look at verse 21. It says, God made him who knew no sin yeah. to be sin so that we might become the righteousness of God. If you know Jesus Christ, you are righteous, mm. period. Because the imputation of that righteousness that was given to you when you got saved, and that's exactly what you were saying, yeah. Pete. Yeah, and God's in, in, when we position ourselves to be in God's presence, we're not going to experience condemnation. We're not going to experience uh, lies. We're not going to experience hate. We're not going to experience disappointment. We're not going to experience um, things of the past that have brought us down. When we're in God's presence, we're going to experience hope. We're going to have peace. We're going to have joy. We're going to experience a love that's supernatural. And, and when we experience that, there is no way to hold on to our past. All we have is, is, is that goodness, and that allows us to be set free. And so if you're in a cycle in your life where you're, you're not forgiving yourself and you're not, you're not letting go of the past, you're not letting go of that hurt and that, uh, that you've done or, or have done to you, then, then that means that you're not in God's presence. That means that you're not positioning yourself to be close to him. That's, that should be a tall tale sign for you. If you're still dealing with and wrestling with your past mistakes, if you're still dealing with and wrestling with uh, the sin that you've done or, or still believing the lies that you're not worthy enough, then that means that you're not in God's presence because when you're in God's presence, that no longer is an issue. God sets you free from that. God's goodness overwhelms you. God's love can completely makes you speechless. You have no words in his presence. And so that is, that is what God's saying to you right now. And so this is you, and this is something that you're dealing with and wrestling with. God is encouraging you now to stop what you're doing. Stop it and just say, God, I repent of this. I repent of the self-centeredness. I repent of wanting to be God of my own life. I surrender to you. Amen. I want to be in your presence. I want to be filled with your holiness. I want to be filled with your love so that in return, you can set me free, but that I can then speak life to other people 
that are might be dealing with this. And I can be able to be used by God in a supernatural way so that others can know him the way that you are now being known by him. You know, I hear a lot, Pete, in the church that, well, I can't do that. I, God can't use me because of what I've done. And, uh, you know, that that is such a false statement mm-hmm. because you're you're making your performance the worthiness of whether or not I can be used by God, but it's not that what, what, if God so chooses to use you, it is his worthiness that we need to do it, you know, because of what he's done for us. We need to share with others. We need to do ministry because it honors him. Not because we, we don't, we're not worthy of it. Guess what? You're not right. You're not even Paul, you know, the greatest of preachers, the greatest of writers struggle with this in Philippians 3. He says in verse 12, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to the things which are ahead, I press towards the goal yeah. for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ mm. Jesus. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. It is for his glory that we push on and we say, God, I'm going to take you at at your word. I'm going to believe that I'm forgiven and I'm just going to receive that. And I'm going to move forward in obedience, not because I'm worthy, but because you're worthy. That's really good, Barry. That's so good. I wanted to read, uh, this is in Psalm um, 51. So uh, David, I believe this is David. It's a prayer, yeah. It's prayer. This, this, I think, just brings it home. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love. According to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions. Wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight so that you are proved right when you speak and justified when you judge. Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Surely you desire truth in my, in the inner parts. You teach me wisdom in the inmost place. Cleanse me with hyssop and with a, and, and I will be clean. Wash me and I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquity. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Wow. Yeah. So again, he recognized that his past is ugly, right? He recognized his sin is bad and it was against God. But then he also recognized that he needs to be set free from that. He needs to let it go. And he needs to let it go. And this this is where it's at. So if you're listening to this, and there's been Satan's lying to you. Let it go. Just believe that God has set you free here. Let it go. Work through this. Meditate on this. Next point. Yeah. So once, you, once you're able to do that, the next thing would to do would be ask forgiveness from others that you have wronged. Um, you know, go to people that uh, you have hurt and, uh, you know, maybe you sinned against and, and ask for their for forgiveness. And why is this important? Maybe read James 5. Yeah, that's a great idea. James 5, 16 says, confess your faults to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous, uh, of a righteous man avail much. Yeah, I'll start it this time, Barry. You started the last time. So it's a, when I am in, what happens with me, this is me personally, I'm talking about when I'm in a meditated state of mind, and um, I'm worshiping Jesus and, you know, I'm crying out to him. 
God reveals to me things. And so um, there's moments in my life that, or in my day, sometimes God will bring to memory, like, hey, you probably shouldn't have remarked that way to your wife. You need to ask for forgiveness to her. You too, brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? and, yeah. And so, or, the, or they'll be like, hey, that was a sharp tongue, you know, to your friend there. And you probably need to call them and do that. And, and it's hard, man. It's hard to humble your spell. It takes courage. Yeah. Especially your wife, because, you know, you're probably right. You're probably like 50% or at least 51% right. You know, that's the way you think at least. Dude, but don't it, do that. I know, but I'm just saying you can justify it. You justify your statements or you justify justify it. And, and God then convicts me and he convicts my heart. And he says, no, that is not of me. You need to ask for forgiveness. You need to stop doing that. And, and then there's more to it. There's more, there's people of my past. You know, there's people that I've, that I've burned bridges in my past that God has revealed to me to go to them and to ask um, forgiveness. And um, one of the hardest things, and I don't know if he's going to listen to this, was my father-in-law. And uh, I remember the day we were in uh, Murrieta, California, and um, I, I had him sit at our, at our, at our table. And, um, and this man, I feel, has done wrong by me, and he's hurt me. But at the same time, I've, I was a young whippersnapper, and I did things, and I said things that I shouldn't have said, and I acted a certain way. And so I felt like that I had something on this man. But at the same time, God was convicting me and saying, no. You need to ask for forgiveness. You weren't, you weren't a saint in this. And so I sat him down and I broke down and I just humbled myself and I asked this man to forgive me. And, and, um, and that's, that only happens because the Holy Spirit came upon my life. That only happens because I was, I wanted to be right with God, but I didn't want to have any resentment. I didn't want to have any of that bitterness that comes from not asking forgiveness and letting things go. And so that's, that's, that's kind of my story. I mean, there's, I mean, Barry, you could probably add to that of, of different things that why we, why we ask for forgiveness of people. Yeah, I can definitely relate. Uh, you know, when you have six kids and, and uh, they get on your nerves and then you have all these dogs running around and <laughs> so much going on in the house, it's easy to get in the flesh and it's easy to react in a way that is hurtful to your kids and to your wife and, and just being frustrated and say things that are unkind and unloving. And, and we don't like looking bad. We don't like, you know, admitting we're wrong. And, uh, you know, it is such a healthy thing to go to our kids and our spouse mm. and our friends and people that we have uh, hurt and just say this in this, I did not display the character of Christ mm. and, and I was just wrong. And I'm sorry. The, the intimacy that opens up with your spouse, the intimacy that that opens up with your kids yeah. and that dad, that mom can say, I'm sorry. And that I was wrong. And that I handled this wrong. Will you forgive me? And the power of the words of a child saying, I do forgive you. And I love you. And the hugs afterwards that my kids always kind of laugh at me. Because it bothers me a lot to say, I'm sorry, but they, they are so sweet to hug me and say, mm. of course, dad will forgive you. And, and we, we drag our feet and act like people aren't going to forgive us or something <laughs> or hold it against us. And most of the time, if you go in humility, uh, very rarely, very rarely will someone not forgive you. What a great gift it is to you. Uh, because when, when we have offended people, we don't deal with it. Jesus tells us, 
stop what you're doing. Yeah. If you're having a time with God and God reveals that you have offended someone, you haven't done anything about it and ask forgiveness, you're to stop at the altar and, and stop offering your, your, your sacrifice and your offering and go make things right and then come back. Yeah. And so that's, that's a huge passage there in, in uh, Mark 11, it says, and whatever you stand praying, forgive, if you have anything against anyone so that your father also who is in heaven may forgive you of your trespasses. So that's, that's, that's so important. So, so important that, that, that uh, we forgive people and that we ask them to forgive us. It's, it's very important. You know, Dwight L. Moody said that uh, the voice of sin is loud, but the voice of forgiveness is louder. And uh, when I heard that, I was like, yeah, that's, that's so true. But Barry, based off of what you were saying, it, there's, there's people that are listening right now. And, and there's some people that might be coming to mind. There might be that ex-wife or the ex-husband that you might need to go to and ask for forgiveness. There might be that coach that, that dealt with you wrong or you've done something with them or, or whatever that is that you need to go or a past girlfriend or a past coworker or a boss. Um, you know, there's, there's or, a, or even a family member. Maybe there's estrangement that's been with the family member, with your mom and your dad that that you just have a heart hurt there that you need to go to and, and, and fess up, you know, you're not the saint here. You got to realize that you, you, you were, if you were living in the flesh at any moment in your life, if you were doing things in a certain way um, that uh, you just, you do your part. Like I had to, I didn't feel like I needed to, to my father-in-law, but I knew that God was saying, no, you need to do your part. Cause you're not saying you're not a saint here. And so there's people out there that you that you need to confess. You need to get right with them. You need to humble yourself, you know. And and you know, I was just thinking of uh, uh, this weekend, uh, Pastor Rodney. He's been on the show, but he he mentioned this this story about Paco, and and this is about a story in in Spain. And and um, Paco ran away from his dad. Right? He ran away from his dad, and and um, and he went ahead and sinned. And his dad says, man, I really want to make things right. I want my son close. I want him. And so he put an ad out into the El Federal in, in, in Madrid there. And, and he said, hey, pa- if you're Paco, this is your dad. You know, I, all is forgiven. I want to meet you at, at, at this hotel at noon on Tuesday. Please come. And, uh, and, uh, and so he showed up on, at noon and, and there was 800 Pacos there in Madrid that are, that are wanted to, to have the forgiveness from their dad. Mm. And, and so it's, 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 it, it, the forgiveness is there. There's people right now that you might think that they've hurt you, but they feel like you've hurt them. They might say that, you know, it's, it's something that you've done to them and, they, and you don't see this. Um, and so I was just thinking of, there's a statement that I saw that, um, that I don't have, but anyway, so it's, it's something that we want to just, you know, go to them and ask for forgiveness. Pete, you know how fresh this is, man, that, that we picked this show this morning before the show on the, on the drive over here, it takes me about 45 minutes to drive. And, and I had a call from a former staff member and we haven't talked for several years and, and we parted ways, not so great, but, uh, um, we had a conversation and just got real this morning and, and it was really, it took a lot of courage to take the call. It took a lot of courage on his part to make the call. So forgiveness takes courage. Yeah. And we, we were talking about that before the show. But to be honest with you, it felt really good afterwards. It was very affirming and, and very um, important because, uh, you know, a lot of the staff members that, that have been on our staffs have gone on and done great things. And I really thought that. 
this young man was going on to do great things and he is. And, but I think today, this morning, that conversation was a freeing moment that maybe he released a drag behind him and maybe me too, you know, honestly, maybe me too. And with us forgiving one another and, and getting things right. Um, our prayer, our prayers will go further (laughs) and, uh, our fellowship in the future will be better. And, and, uh, it was just healing. It really was. And, and this is as fresh as today for me. It's awesome. This one word keeps coming to mind, listening to you guys talk about, uh, your kids and, you know, asking forgiveness for them and, and, uh, just, demonstrate kind of, you know, you, you always hear leading by example and stuff like that. And I think that's true here, but the word that keeps popping in my head is obedience. Yeah. Like, you know, if we've got the Holy spirit living inside of us and if we're being convicted by the Holy spirit to reach out to this person and we don't do it, it's disobedience. Right. And we may not even know what, you know, we don't know what the Holy spirit's working on that other person. There might be a reason he wants to use us in this, in this reaching out process to help maybe heal somebody else where it's so easy to always like, well, what is it going to do for me? What is it going to do for me? Well, maybe it's not about you. You know, maybe it is about somebody else. So that's the word that keeps popping up in my head is just obedience. Listen to the Holy spirit In, in the light of Christ. Our stuff really stinks. And if we really look at ourselves in Christ, we have to come to terms that, you know what we've done wrong too. Yeah. It's not one-sided. This is a two-sided battle. And if we can just accept that, and if God is is put somebody on your heart and your mind and realize that, you know what, you probably should have not said a lot of things. You probably should have not acted a certain way. It's not always just one way. Uh, get, get free from that. I, I have to admit, I, I listen to a lot of sermons and other podcasts, and some of my favorite are done by Matt Keller and and fort myers florida and uh and also craig rochelle and some of the things that they they have said recently is that there's a lot of hard things that you have to face in life and a lot of us really cower from facing them but every time they they gave this testimony every time we face hard things there is new blessings on the other side. Yeah. It's like, you know, Matt, Matt Keller's church is next level church. And he says, once we go through the hard things and we do the hard things, there's another level. Yep. And I really believe that yep. I've experienced that, that, that I couldn't go another level in my ministry. I could not go another level in my marriage. I could not go another level with my kids until I dealt with, I dealt with, yeah obediently some of the stuff that came up, you know, that I knew were there that is not been spoken about. We call it a lot of times the elephant in the room, right? Right. Until that's dealt with, we can't go to another level. And there is so many blessings on the other side of this. So yeah, we can only allow one elephant in the room. It's too big to put more, right? Unless it was a really big room, but yeah, there's a lot of elephants probably in our closet that we got to deal with, but we got to deal with them one at a time. Skeletons in the closet, yeah. elephants in the room. And, and, and yeah. here's the thing. You, you you really think that nobody smells that elephant or hears yeah, that elephant right? or, or sees good. that elephant right. in your closet, right? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. It's so obvious. That's it. And you were saying that too, Pete, At you know, as we were praying and getting ready. You know, most of the counseling that you do, it's so obvious that there's bitterness there's, and unforgiveness, yeah. right? Yep. Yep. That it's it's the root of a lot of the problems that yep. we deal with as pastors. Yep. 
Yeah, I was just thinking, you know, harboring resentment blocks us from living in the in the tree of life. And that kind of leads us into uh, our third topic or the third part of this is just forgiving those who have wronged us, you know, not holding resentment, forgiving. And it's not our human nature, right? Our human nature is to get even, right? Get, I want revenge or they did me wrong. Why should I forgive them? And you, know, I've, you always hear this, the story or, you know, the saying about, you know, drink, you know, revenge or, you know, holding on to hatred is like taking poison and expecting the other person to die. And it's just destructive. And Pete, Pete was sharing a story with us. Maybe you'll share that story about yeah. the, the wit. Yeah. Lots. Lots. Yeah. Lots. Thank you. Yeah. So I, I, I won't <clears throat> steal his thunder. It's a, it's a great story of how holding on to anger and resentment is just, just really unhealthy in, yeah. in a lot of different ways. So physically, not just spiritually. So, well, let me talk to this, this, these people here. So, these are this this is where a lot of our how our world how our life gets off course here um this is where you find bitterness and resentment this is where you find anger and harsh words this is where you find self-protection where where a life is completely altered because of the hurt and the pain that they're dealing with and and this is where you find um the the abusive wife or a husband you this is where you find the past parent that abused somebody this is where you find people that have been a, a raped or or are you know hurt or backstabbed or um, you know, constantly have dealt with uh, people that have hurt them, and 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 over time they've they've put protections or measures in their life to stay away from, or to, you know, you hear them say, "I would never get hurt like that again. I would never deal with that again like that." And so they put these measures in their life, and what happens is over time they their life becomes out of control. Over time, they they you know they're a bitter person. They they have a there's a anger about them. They're grumpy and they're and they just they can't live a life of freedom. They have they they lack joy. They don't know how to find joy. They can't come into God's presence. They they can't find they can't open the Bible and read it freely because they just have resentment. And a lot of people have resentment towards God. A lot of people that they've read and they don't understand that a good God can take their their child away. Or a, or a good God can take their spouse away, or a good God can can allow something like this to happen. They don't understand, and so they built resentment towards God, and so it's it's something that is it, they have to work through. But there's something that they have to come to terms with, and they're going to have to accept the truth here. The truth is, God loves them, God forgives them, and that in return they have to forgive others the same way. When God said that he's forgiven you, and he says that go and do likewise, that wasn't a request. Mm, that's good, Pete. Really good. It was a commandment of God. God was telling them, if you want to and desire to be set free, you have to do exactly what God asked of you to do. And so, Barry, do you want to talk into You that? know, this is kind of less serious, but... When you were talking about that, I was thinking about a movie. Have you guys seen Dances with Wolves? Mm -hmm. Dances with Wolves is this military guy was left in the parry by himself. Everybody else left, but he 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 was left there and he befriends an Indian tribe. And as he befriends this Indian tribe, remember the word Dadanka? Yeah. yeah, I meant yeah. Buffalo. Yeah. But as he befriends this Indian tribe, he, he sees that there's a non-Indian woman there. And he's trying to find out of her name and her name is stands with fist in there. 
So when it comes to unforgiveness, we're holding on something that does not hurt anybody else but mm. ourselves. Yeah. And th- that thing that we're holding, that unforgiveness, it's it's like you said, Bob, you said it's like drinking poison and expecting someone else to die, yeah. expecting it to hurt someone. But I'm telling you exactly what Satan wants us to do is not forgive. It kind of tells us, you know, kind of is a highlight of what our next show is going to be on spiritual warfare. But but Satan wants us to not forgive because of what it does inside of our soul and our relationship with God. Paralyzes us. Yeah. It does. That's a great word, Bob. It does paralyze us. And, and it rots our bones. It rots our relationships around us. And it rots our relationship with God. And, and it, it never hurts anyone else. It's, 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 uh, it's holding that grudge and holding that resentment and not letting go. And that is what's holding you back. It's not, they don't even know about it. They're not even aware of it. They probably don't even know they offended you, (laughs) but they're not thinking about you and you're constantly thinking about them. And that is what keeps you from going to the next level. That's what's keeping you from going, uh, and being more effective for God and it's, it's keeping you from having a, a, a healthy relationship with your kids, a healthy relationship with your spouse, or maybe a healthy relationship with, with a partner in business or whatever it is that, that resentment and that holding on, let go, yeah, let go and trust that God will handle it. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord, right? He will, you are his child. He will take the offense for you. He will wrong right wrongs in the end and and no one could ever offend you or you offend anyone as much as we offend god yeah and he's forgiven us what were you going to say pete well i was just thinking it's it's a um you know holding on to this kind of resentment is is in this bitterness and this hate and this you know this kind of malice mindset again is kind of going back to our first point is that we're claiming to be god so we're 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 not accepting god's truth that he's forgiven us that now we can forgive other people and it causes sickness it causes pain and i'll tell this story here in a second but but forgiving these people that you're not expecting to be forgiven to ask for forgiveness back there. These are people that have done you wrong and they are clueless and you can't expect that they're going to say, Oh, you know, I asked for forgiveness or whatever. These people are going to be callous to, towards you possibly, or they might be in anger towards you, but it doesn't, it doesn't mean that you're going to forget the problem, the issue forgiving them does not That's mean huge, it's going to forget them. It doesn't mean that you're endorsing them. So to forgive somebody doesn't mean that you're supporting whatever they're doing. You're not endorsing them. That's not what you're doing. Uh, To forgive them uh, doesn't mean that you're going to be reconciled to them. That this doesn't mean that you're not going to be reconciled. You don't have to be their best friend. No, this does not mean that. Forgiveness is a process and it can take some time to fully forgive. It doesn't mean that you're going to forgive them one time and you're set free from it. It might take a process. It might take multiple times to recognize that you need to forgive them over and over and over again until finally you're completely set free of that. Because if these wounds and this pain is so bad, it might hurt. It might take some time. It might take you to to surround yourself with like-minded believers to help you walk through this together to pray with you, to help you get through this. You might need some biblical counseling to help you walk through this. But, but you have to set it in your heart. You have to have the attitude and say, I need to be set free from this. 
I need to do this because I need to be obedient and free with Christ. I should not allow this to take ownership of my life. I do not want to have this take that. Forgiveness is an attitude. It's not a feeling. You don't forgive to feel better. You forgive to be obedient. Really good. And so it's something that we have to accept. And here's a story. So there's this lady, there's a California, California lady. And she, uh, there's this, this Watts guy and he's a killer and he killed her parents. And, um, he was finally convicted and put into prison. But over the years, this lady became so bitter and so hard and so ruthless that she just wanted him to get the death penalty. She wanted him to die. She, she wanted him to face what his mom and her mom and dad had to face. And, and uh, she found out from somebody that the guy gave his life to the Lord, gave his life to Jesus. And she says, I can't be. I'm, you know, she's so bitter. Well, she went to the doctor and she got a report back that there's that inside of her that her body is is failing, that she has this, there's so much bitterness and there's so much pain that's happening. Her body was actually failing. And the doctor was saying, you're going to die soon. There's no way that you're going to live with this. You got to, you got to get free from this stress. You got to get free from this because it's killing you. And so God put it on her heart that she needed to start writing this guy in jail. And so she started writing this guy in jail. And as she was writing this guy, she didn't say that who her name was. She didn't, she didn't let him know. She just started writing to him. And, and over time, they built up a little bit of a relationship. And she really wanted to see if this guy's really changed, if this guy has really become a Christian. And so finally, she says, all right, let's meet. And so she went up to the prison and she met with him. And as she sat down and just started talking with him, she still didn't reveal who she was. She just wanted to hear from him. And at the very end of the conversation, she revealed and told him. And she says, you know what? I am that girl. You killed my parents and I forgive you. And the guy came up and he said, he goes, I've been looking for an opportunity to ask for forgiveness for you for so long. I wanted to be free of this. And thank you for coming. And I too asked for forgiveness. So she was able to get both sides. But there might be some people that you don't have that opportunity, but you still need to be set free as this girl was set free. And she went back to the, to the doctor six months later, and the doctor says that a miraculous thing has happened. Her body is better. And she went and she told this story five or so years later, and she says her health is great now. But that bitterness, that hardship, that it was tearing her apart inside. And she didn't have freedom. She wasn't able to study. She wasn't able to love Jesus the way that he wants us to love him because she was claiming ownership of it. And she needed to give it back to God. God says, cast all of your cares and your burdens unto me. Be free of them. Constantly give them over to me. I will set you free. I will forgive you. I will forgive them. I will love love you for what you're worth. So with that, Barry, there's talk to people today that are, are dealing. And at the end of the show, maybe we'll give uh, some books that people can read. But talk to those people that are looking for forgiveness now and uh, maybe even give their life to the Lord. Yeah, thank you for that opportunity, Pete. I really appreciate it. What, um, what I sense that God has dropped into my spirit during this show is that there's someone out there that you're asking God to heal you. And you're pleading with God and and you are just hurting, you're struggling. And yet, uh, I think the reason why you're not being healed is because you are very angry and upset about what someone did to you. And you say, God, I will not forgive them. I'm not going to do it. I, I just sensed, and, and I don't do this often. I'd never, I never, I rarely ever say that God told me to say something. 
like that. But I believe that someone's going to listen to this podcast that your healing is waiting on your humility to forgive. And I just encourage you to pray about that and don't listen to me. Listen to the Holy Spirit inside of you. Is it you? You know, forgiveness is a gift. And we can have a right relationship with a holy God that we have offended. And maybe you're mad at God. I'm going to tell you that Proverbs 17, 9 says this, love prospers when we forgive. Amen. God, God is not giving you the title judge. He's not giving me the title of judge. It's his title because you know what? He is perfect. And every time he judges, he judges rightly. We don't know the circumstances. We don't know the situations and we are not all knowing so that we can put ourselves in that position. So let's, let's get off our own throne and let's forgive and let's go to others as many as we can and ask for it to be given to us. And speaking of asking for it, you have, I have, we all have offended God and he sent his son Jesus to die because when we sin, That offense has to be dealt with. There is awakening what is called the wrath of God towards you and towards me when I sin. And that that has to be dealt with. God can't laugh at sin. God cannot laugh at when we do wrong. And and sin is always to be dealt with harshly. Think about how harshly God dealt with it and sending his only son, Jesus Christ, to die in your place. Jesus, your big brother, took your beating, your penalty, the penalty of death on your behalf. And because of our offenses, he bore with the stripes on his back and with the nails in his hands, we can forgive. And I'm telling you, you cannot forgive unless you have received something from God that Mm -hmm. only God can give. And that is the forgiveness of your sins. Mm -hmm. It is out of that bag of abundance and grace and mercy that we can give away something that that we have received from God alone. Do you have the capacity today to forgive? And have you been forgiven? If you haven't, don't turn this off. Don't go away. It is as important as anything else in all of the world to be right with God. And the way we become right with God is we admit that we're a sinner that we wronged God and that we did not meet his expectations and we didn't measure up and that we, we can't pay for that ourselves. It would take all of eternity in hell to pay for our own sins. Mm. But Jesus took care of it. He was the ultimate sacrifice, the whole sacrificial uh, uh, mindset and, and, and system was pointing to the ultimate sacrifice of Jesus Christ that he said, I'm the way, the truth of the life, and no man comes to the Father except through me. He was the perfect Lamb of God, as John the Baptist said. And when he died, he paid for all sin. All. Praise God. Mm. And we must believe that he not only paid for all sin, that he uh, rose from the dead. And that 
God accepted that payment, that he really is who he said he was. We must believe that, that he was died and he was buried and he rose again. And lastly, we need, because of what he did and who he says he is, we need to invite him to reign and rule in our life and be our master and Lord. Would you do that, my friend? Nothing else matters. Would you simply pray? Dear God, I know you love me, you created me, and you want a relationship with me. And I've blown it. I'm a sinner. I don't measure up. And I want to ask you to forgive me. And God, I thank you for sending your best, your son, Jesus, for dying on the cross for me, for me, and taking my penalty, taking giving the sacrifice that makes me forgivable. And so, Jesus, I believe in you, and I believe you're the only way to heaven. And so I don't put my trust in the church, in my parents, or anything else within myself or outside of myself. I put my trust in you alone, and I invite you into my life to save me. I invite you into my life to govern me, to be my authority and be my leader. And I ask, invite you in my life to sit on the throne and lead me. You are my Lord, and I receive you as such. And I ask you to take over the reins and live your life through me. I am no longer mine. I'm yours. I praise you. I thank you, God, for saving me and for saving people. Anybody that hears this today, or a million days from now, it's available, and he'll never leave you nor forsake you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Man, that was so powerful. God is so good. And so if you prayed that prayer, we would love to hear from you. Go to our pod, our website, your podcast. Go to riotpodcast.co, C-O, and uh, just click on No God and go down to the bottom there and click on, yes, you gave your life to the Lord or rededicated your life to the Lord and fill out that info. And we'd love to hear from you and, and get you some material and connect with you in uh, some way, somehow. Well, today's show is powerful, powerful, awesome. powerful show. And there's going to be a number of books that we're going to put up on our show notes. And we'll also have it on our social media accounts of if you're dealing with past pains, if you're dealing with hurt that's, uh, and you're looking for a psychologist kind of to help you and some books to help walk you through that, um, we'll go ahead and put those books up and you can just find them there um, on our social media accounts and also in the show notes um, so that you can um, just help you get walking through uh, some of the things that you're dealing with. Bob? Yeah, you always hear the saying, uh, hurt people, hurt people. And this just got me thinking uh, as we go through this show, how many people that, uh, you know, how many people do you know that are just always, they just seem bitter, right? They're just going through life and they're bitter. And I, I can't help but think that um, this could be the root of a lot of, a lot of those issues, yeah. whether it be unforgiveness of ourselves or we've never even asked for forgiveness from, uh, from, from God, or, you know, we're holding resentment from somebody else, but man, if you're dealing with those issues, um, or you have those issues, you really need to deal with them. And if, and if you don't know anybody that's going through, you know, that, that fits into that category, then you're probably that person. So, yeah. um, just, man, just get, you know, 
address it. It's it's important. Like Pete's story was it's so vividly shared with us that uh, man, if you're you're holding those resentments, it's it's only tearing you apart. Yeah. So um, yeah, you gotta you gotta dive into that. But man, we love you guys. We are so grateful for you. Um, those of you watching on YouTube, man, uh, just thank you for sharing it. Keep sharing it with your friends. Um, it, we're just just blown away by the uh, just the outpouring of support. The people that are listening and being touched and hopefully being helped by uh, this, you know, three three crazy guys sitting around talking about things going on in our lives and sharing what uh, really what God is putting on mm. our hearts from, from week to week. And uh, we've got some amazing shows coming up, uh, great, you know, locales and, and uh, the, the trip in the, in the fall guys, um, you know, uh, ladies or guys, you know, whatever, you know, what a great opportunity to uh, uh, having a gift for your spouse, take them to Greece. Right. And, uh, and it's not just about sightseeing, but, uh, you, you will be blown away by the sights, but it's going to be pouring into your marriage. It's going to be building that relationship and making memories that will last a lifetime. Um, man, we'd be honored to have you join us on that trip. And again, we, we've, there's only 25 spots, 25 couples, and, um, you don't, you don't want to miss out. This is going to be amazing. So, uh, again, thank you for listening. Um, wherever, um, you know, whatever podcast you're listening to, if you're watching on Facebook, make sure you subscribe, you hit like, share it with your friends, begging you share it with your friends. Mm. And, uh, and we just look forward to next week as we, uh, man, we're, it's summertime is almost here. And, yeah. to, you know, we're, we're, we're in Orlando and it's going to be 95 degrees. So it feels like summertime yeah. here. I don't know about you guys, but, uh, I'm looking for a little ocean breeze to cool us down. So guys, any last words before we say goodbye? Yeah, I had something else dropped in my spirit that there's a a mom and dad out there. Your daughter or son got married and just recently, and you want to bless them. Mm. Send them the grease. There you go. That would be awesome. Send them the grease. <laughs> we're going to talk about things like this, and and we're going to help families and help couples. And mm. why don't you uh, invest in them that way? Mm. Have a good one, guys. Be blessed. See you next week. This has been the Riot Podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please feel free to leave a comment and share it with your friends. See you back here next week for another episode of the Riot Podcast.